We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is November 3rd. It is 2023. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, brother. Uh, hanging in there, enjoying life, and uh, glad to be on this, this pod with you. I, I mentioned it pre-show. This is... This is a good little tasty slate for a Friday. Not too big, not too small. Couple good games, so I'm 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 thrilled to come on, man. Just just talk shop with you. Yeah, man. Seven games, really solid NBA slate here on today's podcast. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. I just realized that I put the wrong date on the title of this show, so I'll have to edit that when we're done. But it is the third, um, and uh, we're we're pumped. It's the first day games set of games of the first ever NBA in season tournament. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped about this, Will. Like, I wish I, I said this yesterday, I think I wish this tournament was three weeks from now. I, I feel like they could have pushed this back a little bit. Like, it's happening, I feel like, way too early in the season. But I mean, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, what is going to happen? Yeah, what's going to happen is every Tuesday and Friday, the games will count towards they'll count towards regular season games, but they're going to count towards this in season tournament. So there's like uh, six different groups. So the six teams that win their groups, and then one team, one wild card from the West, one wild card from the East that has the best record in their group. Plus, uh, I think the tiebreakers are um, point differential, total points scored. So like. I don't know. I've looked into it a little bit, um, but everything I've read for this is like there is um, some money involved for teams for uh, players. So, oh yeah, let's let's get I, it. Yeah, I think like I think teams take this somewhat serious. I, I mean, I feel like we get 
playoff atmosphere. I mean, definitely when we get into like the knockout round. So like we, for the next month or so for November, mostly we're going to be, we're in this like group round, but like we get into this knockout round, it's single elimination. It's eight teams. Uh, the quarterfinals and the semifinals will be um, still games that count towards the regular season games, but the championship game, December 9th, neutral site and this is going to be a game that does not count towards the regular season and it's just going to be i feel like it's just going to be an awesome fun basketball game and i feel like you know we got the no 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 fun league um and, and then we got the nba trying to do something different so um i think this is i think this is a really cool way to make the nba season different my only thing is like i said i, I wish that it was two or three weeks from now yeah, I agree. Here's what I do like about this, though, Stevie. I feel like it's going to incentivize teams to try to keep winning early. Like, I'm going to use your favorite 100%. team and my favorite team. Yeah, like, 100%. the Magic and the, and the Hornets, we have no incentive to start tanking the, the first week of the season. Like, let's win. Let's try to – because realistically, are the Hornets going to the finals? No, but we got a shot at this in-season tournament. And, and if you win that, who, who knows how you can parlay some of that momentum into other games in the season. I like it. Um, I'm all about the league trying to do different things to keep fan engagement, player engagement. Um, so I, I think it's a good thing. And, and you know, I, I, when I watched the interview with Adam Silver, he talked about the fact that, you know, hey, soccer does an in-season tournament. And so not that they stole it per se, but, you know, just kind of, try to incorporate some of that ideology into the season. I think it's cool. And the fact that the the, the games outside of the, the championship count towards the regular season definitely, I think, helps that helps make this tournament work for the players, for them to not feel like, man, we're just out here playing an extra four or five games, you know? So, Will, hear me out. NBA um, staff, if you're listening, what if we took this tournament and we said the champion of this tournament is locked into a playoff spot? Because, okay, like you get a young team that gets hot, like a Detroit Pistons. They get hot. They win their group. They get hot. You know, they come out ahead of, I'm trying to remember, they're in the Pacers, Hawks, Cavs, 76ers group, right? So, like, they get hot in this group, Group A for East, and they get into the knockout round. They stay hot. They're a young team. They Ooh. stay hot games. And now, like, you have this young team that can progress throughout the year, and they're locked into the playoffs. But I'm just saying, it'd be fun. Yeah. I, like, you know. I like it. And I think that would incentivize them. Because here's the thing, too, Steve. When you know you're going to the playoffs, it's yeah. a different mental it's a different mind game that you're playing with yourself and your team. It's like, look, man, we got to get ready for the playoffs. Like we can't be out here playing around lollygagging, you know, half in it. Like we gotta, we gotta be prepared because people are going to be bringing it. And so guess what happens to that young team? They play hard all year, every game. They don't sit the star young. They, they won't sit Cade and all these other guys to play G league players. They will have to keep playing because they want to keep that momentum. Great idea. Yeah, I mean, you still you still play throughout the season as like to try to get you know seated. If you finish yeah. if you finish six in the East or whatever, like you're okay, nothing really changes. But say you're like a borderline, like you're you're intent and like you're locked in because of you know you won the in season tournament. Like incentivize it even more, make these teams yeah. like want to play this tournament even more. 
um listen money money's definitely gonna drive it and i know there's like an most valuable player of the competition and like all kinds of stuff like that that they're gonna be um you know talking about but i it just overall you know a little little golf clap for the nba doing something different why not you know um i wish like i think baseball this would be something baseball could do because it just baseball is such a grind 162 oh, games like i just think that this is something baseball could do something along these lines does it have to be the same thing no but i just think that overall it's fun and um, really cool to see and we started today seven games all of these games on tuesday and thir- tuesdays and fridays all games on tuesdays and fridays count towards this in-season tournament so every game playing here matters for the group round and uh, group play and stuff so let's get into it get started we got cleveland at um indiana taking on the pacers 225 and a half total here cleveland a three and a half point favorite Night before, we got a question tag on Allen instead of an out tag. Garland's questionable. Jerome is out. On the Pacer side, Brown is questionable. Halliburton is questionable, and Jalen Smith is questionable. Luckily, 7.30 game, some key pieces here on both teams that are questionable instead of ruled out here um, on the night before. Oh, like, first look. So we'll go Cleveland first. You know, we know the type of upside Donovan Mitchell has. Um, Obviously, his usage goes up with Garland off the floor. I think that this is a spot if Jaron Allen were to come back, I mean, it potentially hurts the upside a little bit here of, you know, the, the bigs here for Cleveland. I I think like this is a really good spot for Evan Mobley, but I want Allen to be out. Um, The Pacers have really struggled against bigs. Mobley put up 62 fantasy points against this team a week ago. Um, Really, really like this spot for the Cleveland big man. Um, I just, I, again, I really hope Allen's out. Yeah, and really, Stevie, I think for this whole team, for me, I I need Allen to be out and, and maybe Garland as well. And the reason why I'm saying that, as you've already noticed, everybody's priced up on Cleveland now because the, some of those other pieces have been out. Like, I'm not saying Donovan Mitchell isn't worthy of a 10K price tag, but with everybody back, I don't. I would say no, especially if Garland comes back and um, and Allen. You look at Max Struess. He's 6,200, Levert 6,700, Mobley's 8,100. Like these are prices where they're playing as if it's almost as if it's just Mitchell, Mobley, and Struz. If if any of those guys come back, Stevie, I feel like I'm out on Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, it it, like the usage, the minutes are going to kind of be spread out a little bit more. Um, If these guys are out, you could look for some value here with Okoro. He's doing a lot more. I think you're going to find better options value-wise on this slate than Okoro. I just wanted to mention him because he isn't playing terrible. Uh, we've seen Tristan Thompson get a few minutes here recently. I don't think he's playing enough minutes yet to matter. Pacer yeah. side of this game, I mean, it all really just comes down to does Halliburton play or not. Uh, we saw him miss the last game. We really thought like we were going to see a big game from like Buddy Heald. Well, Boston just said, you know what? No one's getting a big game. We're just going to blow nope. you out and... Woo! It like you can't even look at what happened last game because the game was never close. Like TJ McConnell played 28 minutes. If Halliburton's out, maybe that happens again. But I mean, you just you don't trust anything that happened last game because no. the game just never was close. They won by 51 points. Yeah, didn't they score like 156 or something like that? It was something 155 crazy. to 104, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
rough, tough game. Um, so for me with Indiana, I, I don't think they get blown out that bad. Um, if, if Halliburton sits, then of course, you know, similar situation. I, I do think McConnell will still be in play here. Cleveland's, you know, has been a tough defensive team in general um, past couple seasons, but I, I still would be willing to roll, roll, uh, excuse me, roll McConnell out. Um, you know, you talked about Buddy Heald. I think we could go back to the well here because Stevie, the, the thing is we have to play for them for the game to be close. Like if we play for the blowout, we, we almost don't play anybody in this game. So I think with, with Halliburton out, these wings, you know, to me that they're all going to get bumps. Um, you know, Benedict Mathurin, like I, I'd be in on him as well. Like just, you know, these 5K guys I think would, would give us tremendous value. I thought the line was a really interesting. I know this game is in Indiana, but I thought the line was interesting with Cleveland only being a three-and-a-half-point favorite here in this game. Um, I just That line kind of stood out to me a little bit. The first time these two teams met, the Pacers won by 12. So, I mean, you know, I, I think it all kind of comes down to – and I think, like, Mitchell and Mitchell and Garland were out for that game. So it's a little tougher to kind of digest that one, but um, dissect that one. All right, we got the Knicks at Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. 227 and a half total here. Six and a half favorites for Milwaukee. The only person on the injury report is actually a pretty big one. Um, it's RJ Barrett. He's dealing with a knee injury and uh, he is questionable for this game. Uh, he did not play Wednesday's game. He ended up missing that game. So, uh, Will, Knicks side of this game, I mean, you... I'm going to let you talk about it. We've already talked about it pre-show, but um, tell tell us what you're seeing here with the with the Bucks. Well, if you're not actually pulling up the data every day, then your brain is going to keep you locked into the old Bucks, the Bucks of old, you know, and what we've seen from them in previous years. And as we mentioned, you know, we were talking pre-show, like the Drew Holiday effect is real for this team. Um, you know, losing a lot of their defensive pieces. The Milwaukee Bucks are last in the league in defensive efficiency. And so for me, you know, I don't care if Giannis is on this team. I don't care if Damon's on this team or Chris Middleton. If if the stats are saying you're last in the league in defensive efficiency, I want to attack this spot. Now, inversely, Stevie, the Knicks are like top two in defensive efficiency. So, yeah. you know, we've got kind of a, let's call it clash of the Titans, if you will, where, you know, strong force is going to meet some type of an immovable object here. Um, but the Knicks should be able to, to score buckets. And I think Milwaukee will be able to too, because they got, they have superstar players. But my larger point is the Knicks should be able to get off here because, because now the Milwaukee Bucks aren't playing any type of really good defense like they have been in the past. Yeah, I mean, I think Knicks plus six and a half, interesting in this spot if you're in the yeah. betting market. Um, if if Barrett ends up sitting in this game, it's definitely going to open up um, some potential plays here. I, I think Quentin Grimes is super interesting if Barrett oh, yeah. is out. Um, I think quickly is someone you could definitely look at in this spot. I don't mind Brunson or Randall if you want to attack like the, the ceiling upside, but if RJ Barrett sits in this game, it's it's a huge hit uh, to this team. 
Absolutely. Uh, and I know this guy, he's only a few dollars more than Quick Grimes, but DiVincenzo squeezed, ended up squeezing out 30 minutes in this spot the last time. So I think both of those guys, Grimes and DiVincenzo, are in play. Um, Quickly was already going to get minutes anyway, but his usage, man, uh, you know, he played about 28 minutes, and, and he's just shooting the basketball. So a yeah. guy that's going to be able to get up a, a fair amount of shots, not even starting. I can't ignore that. I feel like – Guys like Quickly and Cole Anthony this season, just going to be tournament targets for me every slate, Stevie, because they're barely going to be over six over six k because they don't start. They're not going to be popular because they don't start. But these guys are just fantasy gold mines. So just want to put that out there. Um, so I like them, and then of course you already talked about the main guys. Now Brunson's eighty three hundred, Randall's eighty two hundred, uh, Mitrop thirty five hundred, and then we we did get get kind of a an upside game from Hartenstein when they played Cleveland uh, the last time. and But I, his minutes aren't as stable. I do like Mitch Rob here for what it's worth, Stevie. Like, we've seen him this season. It looks like, to me, Coach Tibbs is committed to playing hit, hit him roughly 30 minutes, roughly. I'm not saying a hard 30 every game. But, I mean, the, the first game against Boston, you can throw that out. Like, he was in foul trouble. Like early on, it just, it just he just didn't get in the groove. But outside of that, look at these other games, Stephen. You know, even outside of the Cleveland game, twenty-two minutes. But in general, like he's playing thirty minutes. We haven't seen thirty minutes consistently from Mitch Rob. I don't think ever. So if we're going to get that at fifty-five hundred. He's too cheap for a guy that has you know forty-point upside. My only concern with like a guy like Mitch Rob in this spot is like this game going small. Um, like Giannis getting and playing the five. And I don't know if they would necessarily leave a guy like Mitrob out there to play with Giannis. They could, you know, I think maybe even use like a Hartstein or just Julius Randle, like let Randle play the five against Giannis if this game goes small. So that would yeah. be, that's my only concern. Um, Milwaukee, you know, I, I feel like I'm pounding the drum on fading Giannis and it's been working. I don't know how this in-season tournament kind of affects it. Does he try to take over this game? But, I mean, at the end of the day, Will, like, Dame is still going to get his usage. I mean, it's just not the same scenario anymore. Like, Drew Drew Holiday and Giannis kind of worked because, like, Drew's not going to be that, like, massive, like, usage guy. Well, Lillard is still a massive usage guy. So, on, on... the Milwaukee side, I don't know if I've played a Milwaukee player yet this season, and I don't know if this is the spot I'd do it. If anything, maybe like a Malik Beasley at 4,800, but I don't love the Milwaukee Bucks in this game. Yeah. I, no, I totally get it. I totally get it. So this reminds me, Stevie, of – I'm, I'm going toward this, I promise. Thank God we got uh, a smaller slate today, so we can kind of talk through some scenarios. This kind of reminds me of when KD went to Golden State. We had to figure out how in the world was this going to work, who to target, what to target, because we didn't know if Kerr's going to have a big game. And they all ended up, Stevie, if you remember those particular prices, they all ended up settling in around 96 to 9,800 every game because none of them had like massive upside game to game unless someone was out. That's what I think is going on with Milwaukee here. And so I think if you're fading Giannis at 10-8, I mean, at 10-8, Steve, we're basically looking for 55 to 60 fantasy points. And 
Giannis has that upside, but he it's a shared responsibility, a true shared responsibility, I think, between him and Dane in terms of the offensive end. I'm with you. I don't want to play play Giannis. I'm probably more apt to play Dane than I am to play Giannis for what it's worth. Um, Dame's a lot cheaper, and Dame is still, even outside of that, that game against Toronto and, and, and Miami, I mean, the shots are still going to be there, it looks like, most games. So uh, I, I like him versus anybody else. But I don't really want to play them because, once again, the Knicks, their defensive efficiency this season has been really good, which makes sense because of their, their coaching philosophy. So uh, I'm, I'm really not thrilled about Milwaukee today, but I do like the Knicks. Yeah, the Magic have been fantastic defensively this year. Um, I yeah. Think. And yeah. Inversely, just... Utah's been bad as well, which is why I love the Magic on the previous slate. Yeah. Utah's defensive efficiency, I think they're bottom four in the league as well. Yeah. All right. Brooklyn at Chicago. 221 total in this game. Chicago, four point favorite. Brooklyn side, Claxton, Cam Johnson out. Dinwiddie, DSJ, questionable. Chicago, good to go. Um, Start here with Brooklyn. I mean, it all really comes down to like, does Dinwiddie play? Like DSJ, he matters a little bit in this spot, like if he plays or not, but not even close to Dinwiddie. Um, if Dinwiddie's out, I'm going back to the well on Lonnie Walker. I know he only played 25 minutes the other night against Miami, but he looked fantastic again. I think like he is someone you could take some shots on here. Ben Simmons finally had that like dud game where he didn't really score and he wasn't getting a ton of assists. Um, so maybe he's someone we stay away from if he gets a lot of ownership. But again, like that matchup was tough. It was against Miami. That was a slow paced game. Um, a little bit different game here, but overall, I mean, bridges fine. Don't hate it, but I don't love the 8k price tag. I would rather just go down like cam Thomas, but Lonnie Walker is the guy that I have circled here. Um, and then Finney Smith. I think Finney Smith, if these guys are out again, uh, has a little bit of upside here at 5,200. Yeah, for sure. Uh, listen, Steve, I think I've gotten my, I've, I've taken my Ben Simmons shares for the season until his price comes back down. I, I got on Ben Simmons like right out of the gate and I played him all those other starts didn't play him against Miami, and that worked out for me fairly well. Um, we're still going to have spots to play Ben Simmons, um, and this could very well be one, Stevie, because it, the, the Chicago, Chicago hasn't been anything I'm concerned about. But his price is now 7K, and so we're saying, hey, we need 40 to 50-point Ben Simmons rather than, you know, 35-point Ben Simmons. Now it's not helping us versus when he was high fives, low sixes. So – um, I, I'm with you on Lonnie Walker at 5,300. Uh, you know, this is the guy that, that's been producing for this team, so I, I, I like him a ton. Uh, I don't hate now talking about 7k guys, I don't hate Cam Thomas for tournaments, like he's 7,200. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He's probably priced a little bit more than, than what we want to pay, Stevie, but the upside is $45.50. It's going to be with real points, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, so he's a guy I don't, I don't mind. I mean, we thought that I think in our minds we thought that Mikael Bridges was going to be kind of the guy, and he's producing. But you know, Cam Thomas is really like stroking it out there so far this season. So I, I don't hate him uh, for tournaments. Yeah, and really quick, I mean, I really thought from the other night perspective, I, I thought like Sharp could play more because like Miami does use a big, but like. They were perfectly okay with like Ben Simmons kind of playing the five, Finney Smith like playing it. Like, yeah, Vooch could eat in this spot. I mean, let's go to the Chicago side. Um, I think this is a spot Vooch could have a really, really strong game. We just saw Bam put up 50 fantasy points against this team. Like, they don't yeah. have a true big man to like slow these big men down. I, I think Are like we back to centers against Brooklyn again. I mean, I think with Claxton out, like with Claxton out, like they just, they refuse to play sharp. And like, we got Vooch coming in with back-to-back, you know, 20 or back-to-back 50 fantasy point days. And like, those were good spots. Dallas doesn't really, you know, Derek Lively, maybe Pacers have been awful against centers. And I think this is another spot. We could just ride the hot hand with Vooch probably be like 8k next slate and we could jump off of it but i think we just keep playing vooch in this spot yeah listen you know you know me stevie i don't mind that call at all i'm all i'm all about it so give me vooch i'm in on that call uh also one of the things that's been interesting to me this season stevie with the bulls is uh kobe white and so so hear me out here kobe white has been playing minutes for the Bulls in the past, but he's been like low 20s. This season, I just kind of want to see they, they've committed to playing him, looks like 30 minutes, Stevie, roughly, roughly 30 minutes, high 20s, low 30s. And we haven't really seen a breakout game since the Toronto game. But, you know, like, like in game one, he took 14 shots, 15 shots, only four against Detroit, only six against Indiana, but then he took 12 against Dallas. I think Kobe White. Uh, in tournaments is is going to be okay as long as the shot attempts uh, remain. I don't hate you know DeRozan at seventy three hundred. I feel like that price is fair. We can just keep you know flying him out there uh, every game. Now his his scoring hasn't really been where I thought it would be to start the season, but I do believe it will pick up. I mean, I, I'm saying that Steve, he scored 20, 33, 20, 20, 16. Like he's still he still scored twenty points a game pretty much. So. I don't want to read too much into it, but I'm really looking for that 24 to 25 point scoring nights from him. And maybe that will pick up uh, as we move along. But at 7,300, I don't hate DeRozan as well. Yeah, DeRozan is fine. Um, 
I don't necessarily love anybody from Chicago. I think that like the Brooklyn team is a much better defensive team. We we saw it towards the end of last season. They were a, a way different like look team just in general. Um, yeah. So they can play good defense. They haven't been playing great defense to start the year, but we know they can play good defense. All right, Golden State at OKC, one of the most interesting games on the slate. Two twenty nine total here. Golden State a five point favorite on the Golden State side. Everybody's good to go. On the Thunder side, SGA is out. Kendrick Williams is out. And Jalen Williams is questionable. Going, or I guess like the original report had Jalen Williams is questionable. Um, Lynn, not Len um, Williams. So uh, we'll see the center for the Thunder could potentially make his debut um, here in this game. So, all right. Golden State first. I mean, like Chris Paul's price, not down enough yet. Like, you know, he had that role where Draymond was out. It was a much different role for him. Clay Thompson or Steph could shoot lights out on any given slate. I think Draymond, the minutes are increasing. They're not exactly where we want them to be yet. I, I think it's just on the Warriors side, you in tournaments take some shots on Curry take some shots on clay and everyone else is kind of priced appropriately with everybody healthy. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I agree with that notion. I will say there are going to be certain spots this, this season, Stevie, like I did take Steph Curry against Sacramento. The first time they played this season worked out really well for me. Like there are going to be some spots. I don't think, I don't think this is the spot against OKC today. Um, you know, Kevon Looney's priced up. Draymond's already priced up. Clay's, you know, pretty much priced up. Wiggins just hasn't been a great fantasy producer. Now, he's not even really playing 30 minutes a game yet, so I'm, I'm going to give him some time. Um, the minute we find out, Steve, if Wiggins is going to start playing 35 minutes, it's time to fire him up. I will say that. That, that price, he's going to be too cheap. Um, but, yeah, I just – I don't really want to play anyone from Golden State. Which is which kind of stinks because like the other side, um, Thunder side of this game, I, I feel like they're gonna get ownership as they should. I mean, SGA is a usage monster. Um, so like with him out in this game, it's it's just a huge bump to so many different people. Like Josh Giddy last year, looking at last year's numbers, nine hundred and fifty minutes. Giddy averaged a twenty six percent usage rate. And was averaging, well, excuse me, 1.18 fantasy points per minute. So Josh Giddy, huge bump for him. I think that like he's someone we're looking at. I think like we have to. I mean, obviously, like Lou Dort has some upside here. Um, we're gonna get some upside with maybe like a a man or a Wiggins. Um, I think we could see like Josh Giddy play point. And I think Kaysen Wallace could draw a few extra minutes in this game. I wish he was cheaper. Um, but I mean, I think Wiggins could play more like wing minutes if like Giddy's playing point guard minutes. So I don't know if it's like Trey Mann getting there. And I think like he has the potential of getting a lot of ownership at 3,700, but I see ways for, I see ways for like man to bust on the slate. Um, so, kind of hoping that he gets some ownership and people just assume, Hey, SGA is out. 
next next point guard is Wiggins, but like realistically, next point guard is Giddy, and they could use one of these yeah. other like wing type guys to fill some Giddy minutes. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I kind of hate SGA is going to be out today, Stevie, because I don't want to tell anybody this. Hopefully, the Pick'em sites aren't listening to a DFS show for once. Josh Giddy's been my cash cow this season so far with less than 16 and a half. <coughs> excuse me. And 15 and a half points. Like, that's been what Stevie, write that one down. When SGA is back, just fire up Giddy, less than, less than 15 and a half, 16 and a half points. And it's going to do well most of the season. So, not definitely not taking that today. Like, this is spot. Giddy's on triple double watch today for what it's worth. Like, oh, yeah. We've, we've seen him put up monster performances even last season when, when SGA was out. So, this is a, this is a good spot for them. Um, I'm Priced up on- though, we should like mention that like DFS wise, like pick them and and like prop world. Okay, I, I could get behind Josh Giddy, eighty four hundred. Like if he starts getting a lot of ownership, this might be a spot where you, you take like shots on like Chet Holmgren um, instead, or like a Jalen Williams instead, and just say like Giddy doesn't get like the triple double but still has like a good points and assist day type of thing and just doesn't pay off 8400 and like Holmgren or Williams get there or, or like Lou Dort or Wallace if he starts next to these guys like I think like the price on Giddy is like the site kind of new like DraftKings kind of new like hey SG is not going to play in this game we got to price Giddy up because I mean this guy he was 6900 last slate and only put up 35 yeah. fantasy points so he got a huge price increase, and overall, I said Thunder in general all got priced up with uh, SGA out. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, and I'm with you, Stevie. If you know, if it comes down to it, um, I don't. I'm kind of glad they priced them up because DraftKings has been a little loose to start the season. So you'll have to make a decision if you want to play Giddy uh, or not, or Home Green, like. All of these guys. About the only person that's probably still pretty reasonable is Dort. Everybody else is priced pretty good. Watch the the starting lineup news. If Wallace starts, I think he is someone that could play 28 to 30 minutes in this game. Um, looking at game flow really quick on Court IQ, he does check in really early in games um, and gets the run. So I, I really do think like Giddy could start at the one and this guy could start at the two and they move Dort to the three type of situation. Yeah. All right. Washington at Miami. This game has a 225 and a half total. Miami, a nine and a half point favorite. Gafford and Kispert are both questionable. Caleb Martin out for Miami. Washington has played at the fastest pace in the NBA to start the season. Miami plays slow. <laughs> I mean, they have not changed their MO whatsoever. Um, they, <laughs> they just they play slow. Um, the one thing that has stood out to me a little bit to start the season for Miami, they're one in four. They're struggling defensively, where they have been really good defensively in years past. Struggling defensively, um, just I mean, maybe a maybe like a championship hangover. But I mean, you come out and you win this game, you try to get this in season in season tournament going on the right foot. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Washington side? Uh, I mean. I have enjoyed 
played Kyle Kuzma when he was a little bit cheaper. Like, and I'm saying just a tad. Like, he started up the season seven K a couple times, mid mid sevens. Um, this team should be able to score points, Stevie. They just they're just not putting together winning basketball. I mean, Jordan pulls down to seventy seven hundred, which essentially should be a good price for him with the role that he's going to have. He hasn't played 30 minutes since the Memphis game. All the other ones, Steve, they've been blown out. So I I can't – I'm not going to assume blowout here. But, I mean, man, you got to think on the road that they have some struggles if they can't put together some better defensive and, and offensive performances. So um, I don't hate Poole. I don't hate Kuzma. Um, I mean, if, if Gafford – is out again, then, you know, that's going to make this thing even more interesting. So I, I think I play pool. I think I play um, Kuzma and I don't, I don't mind Tyus Jones, but, and those are the main guys. Yeah. So I, I don't hate this spot um, for Kuzma. Like Miami, like I said, they haven't been as good defensively. I could even get behind, you know, taking some shots on like a, a Jordan Poole, but like his minutes had me a little worried. I think um, it's the blowouts. Yeah, I know like the Washington just can't keep games close. Um, it's been terrible. Yeah. Uh, the other guy that I wanted to bring up and talk about here is Bilal um, Colby. I, I think he is someone at 4,100. If Casper sits in this game, he could play like 25 to 30 minutes um, at 4,100. So don't know if they would necessarily take him off the floor in a blowout either. Um, so watch yeah. the news on Kesprit. And if he's out, um, I think Colby is someone you could take some shots on here at 4,100. Yeah. Miami, the Heat. Miami Heat, man. What is um, the good spot? Yeah. It, it is. Like the pace is fantastic. But like, again, Will, like, uh, we're getting like this weird, like price, like dynamic pricing. Like they're yeah. jumping these guys up, and like I don't necessarily hate it. Like, but you have to like know that going into the slate. Like we're we're seeing like increase on like some of these guys price wise. Um, I like this spot for Miami. I really like this spot for like a Tyler Hero. I could, I think he could really benefit from a pace up game. Thirty that actual points. Though. Yeah, thirty actual points in back to back games. Like. He's gone over 40 fantasy points in three of four, but if he goes for 40 instead of 50, does he pay off 8,100? You know, like no, you said, he price. does not. Yeah. Yeah, the price like, is rough on him, man. Like, I needed – I feel like I needed another at least $7,500 price tag on him, Stevie. Like, this is – I mean, he started the season at 63 for one, two, three, four, five games, and after – well. Well, I tell you that he's had three 40, 40 plus point games, um, but we're definitely going to need the fifty at, at this price. And so, I mean, he could probably get away with forty eight, Stevie. Forty eight, I think he'd still be okay, um, but the forty one isn't going to work, not at that price. So, um, good spot, but I don't, I don't want to pay this price for for hero. The problem is, Stevie, he's taking so many shots, like. I mean, the past, Stevie, the past, not the past few games, the whole season he's taking 20 or more shots. That That's where I get, it's like he's 8,100. Like, he's taking more shots than some stud players. Like, Jokic isn't taking 20-plus shots a game. Only a few handful of guys, even the stars, are doing that. 
I think that's the only thing that makes me say, hey, we could play him. He's playing big minutes, and we just got to hope that Washington doesn't get blown out. I mean, I also, like, you have to think just the pace-up spot here. Like, the pace-up spot is just so fantastic overall. Yeah, I mean, this is a real good spot for them. Yeah, I mean, you don't – you realistically – you don't get many spots better than this. Um, It's just overall a fantastic spot for Miami. And I think this is a spot you just – you you eat the price tag a little bit on Tyler Hero and just take some shots. Yeah. All right, Dallas at Denver, man, Kyrie or not Kyrie, Luca and Jokic the other night just absolutely duds. Um, and now they play against each other. Two twenty six and a half total. Denver is six and a half point favorite. Kyrie is questionable. Maxi Kleber is questionable. Um, and Jamal Murray is probable. I know that some people will see the question mark next to his name. He's probable. Dallas first here. Will, um, man, I bad, bad taste in my mouth um, after the other night as far as like both of these teams are concerned. Luca didn't have a great game. Um, he's 13K. He's 13K. Like, I mean, obviously, I think if Kyrie's out, it might not be enough. If Kyrie plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, if, true. Like, yeah. that's super true. Oh man! I think if Kyrie plays, I, I'm probably off of Dallas, um, unless like Maxi Kleber sits, and then you, I think you could potentially take some shots on Derek Lively. I do worry about like the foul trouble potential here against Jokic. Um, maybe like take some shots on like Tim Hardaway or a Williams if if Kyrie's out and you don't want to pay 13k for Luca. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. I think that's fair. I, I think really though, this all hinges when I think Kyrie whether or not he's out again, because Stevie at thirteen k, like we're gonna need sixty plus from Luca. Like it's got to be sixty plus, and I don't. Realistically, I, I'm very uncomfortable at thirteen k with him going into Denver. Um, yeah, I mean, like at what like sixty five doesn't beat you. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's averaging 68 for what it's worth, but like you said, I don't going into Denver. Um, I, I don't like it. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the full fade on Luca. He's okay. like almost 80. Like he needs like yeah. what 80 plus, like to really say okay, we need him. I mean, if he got so so, Steve, I will say this: if he got to 75 ish. Yeah, we I mean, start, I don't think anybody else close. is getting that high, but no yeah. one else is 13K either, though. Correct, correct. That, and that's the thing. Like, he's he's just he, he's just too expensive. Um, I, I don't hate Tim Hardaway. Like, Tim Hardaway's actually been pretty good this season. Generally, like, when you're, he's been 30-plus in almost every game. So I, I don't hate him at 55. The guy that's going to come out and, and get some shots up, um, you know, uh, Josh Green has been playing some minutes. Like he's okay. Um, Grant Williams has been been okay, especially with Kyrie out. Like I don't hate Grant Williams, and that's because his thirty-eight one performance. Like he's playing thirty minutes a game. You know he, he's going to get some shots. He, he had a nice scoring night the other night. But he'll pick up some rebounds. He'll do do some of the dirty work. So I don't hate him. But generally speaking, I'm kind of out on Dallas. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're not taking shots on Luca, I do want to mention like Derek Jones Jr. Like if if we do get news that um, Kyrie and Kleber are both out, like I think you could potentially take shots on Derek Jones Jr. Like they're giving him more minutes. He's doing a lot with those minutes. Um, he's a hustle player. We've seen this a lot with him throughout his career. Do I trust it? No. Is it worth a shot in large field tournaments? Probably. Denver side of this game, I mean, Jokic is 12K. Like, other side of this game, now, like, you know, it's the battle of the two expensive guys. I feel like you hope this is a close competitive game and goes to four overtimes because that's what you need for these guys to get there at these prices. Yeah, I think I'm probably more comfortable with Jokic than Luka in this spot, for what it's worth. Um, I Dallas is not as good on defense as, you know, I think they they will be later in this season. And so both of these guys have multiple avenues to get to like 70 fantasy points, Stevie. But I do feel like Jokic doesn't have to score like 40 real points to get there. Like we saw him score 70 opening night. He didn't score 30 points, Stevie. It's 29, 13, and 11. Like, so I, I just, Jokic has more avenues in my book. Like he doesn't, he scored 65 with 27, 10, and 11. Um, if he gets to 70, he's probably scoring 30 for what it's worth. But he doesn't have to. So I like Jokic a lot more than I like Luka here. Um, I'm okay on Jamal Murray. You know, I, I'm o- I'm okay with Michael Porter Jr., but I'm, I'm okay with Aaron Gordon. But generally speaking, I think it's just Jokic for me in this spot. I think like Aaron Gordon is weirdly priced up uh, as well. I think Michael Porter Jr. has higher ceiling uh, overall. Absolutely. KCP could play big minutes in this game. He didn't play big minutes the other night because they just got absolutely crushed. But even at 4,900, I don't have a ton of interest in him. Uh, Just a weirdly priced game. Again, um, pricing is really interesting on the slate. Like it reminds me so much of like draft street um pricing oh we're, back we're going back going we're back. going back some people are listening to this podcast what is draft street yeah what is that <laughs> memphis at portland 218 and a half total memphis at one and a half point favorite stephen adams brandon clark john morant and derrick rose out for memphis scoot henderson and anthony simons out for portland by far my favorite game on the slate. Um, oh, yeah. This is a game oh, yeah. that I have circled. I think it's going to be ugly. Pricing is up there, but it's not like overly aggressive. It's aggressive. Don't get me wrong. Let's start here with Memphis first. Um, I mean, you have to like this spot for Bain, uh, in, in my opinion. Um, I think this is a, overall one of the best plays on the entire slate and you always like the like the ceiling upside for a triple j when he's able to stay out of foul trouble we know he can go for like 50 plus Uh, i think marcus smart has a little bit of upside here against this like young guard core that like portland's gonna roll out in this game i could see like marcus smart you know really filling up the steel sheet like getting five six seven steals in this game yeah Listen, I like Brock. Oh, my bad. I'm not talking about them yet. Talking about Memphis. I like Smart, excuse me, at 6,800. This is a really good spot for him. Um, You talked about the steel upside. I mean, I I think what we have to hope, Stevie, is that Portland just doesn't get blown out right out of the gate. If this game can stay competitive, 
I think we see a ceiling game for Marcus Smart. Ceiling game for Marcus Smart is more like 42 to 45 fantasy points, not 50. Uh, he has put up 48 this season against Dallas. So I think we could see something closer to that. Um, you know, you talked about Bain. We know that Bain's ceiling is definitely he could get over 50 fantasy points. And I think, you know, uh, we, we consider him as well. I don't even hate Zaire Williams. Uh, he's been playing pretty nice minutes. I know the last game he played I think low 20s, but he's been playing nice minutes as well. So I don't hate it. Uh, he's a guy that's actually been starting a little bit as well. You talked about Triple J. Triple J should be able to get in too much foul trouble in this spot, Stevie. He should kind of be able to roam a little bit because I don't think they're going to put him on Aiton. I think that'll be Tillman's job or Tillman's primary responsibility as long as he's playing. So, you know, we've got Triple J and, and Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant isn't the guy that likes to bang inside. So I, I, I'm, I feel a lot better about Triple J not getting into foul trouble, which should unlock some of his upside. So this is a – this is a really interesting spot for this team. And then, Steve, you know, one other guy, like if, if he can get 30 minutes, David Riding at 3,900. He's been getting stable minutes. Uh, I like him in this spot as well. And I feel like David Roddy is a guy, if the game got slightly out of hand down the stretch, I think he still plays. They did use Lofton Jr. the other night um, over Roddy to finish that game. Like Roddy, or um, Lofton Jr. is playing really well. Yeah. Um, I saw, I noticed that on game flow. When I was looking at it, but um, yeah, I think Memphis is super interesting. I will. The other thing I wanted to note really quick was if if Tillman gets thirty minutes in this game, he smashes. DeAndre Ayton is just not good defensively. Um, yeah, like just Ayton's going to be focused on offense in this game anyway, especially with um, Scoot Henderson out. Uh, let's talk about it. No Henderson, no Simons, Brogdon. Right, like Brogdon is one of the top point per dollar plays on the slate like you know we saw a lot of dynamic pricing on this slate like the scoot henderson news just came out about two hours ago they already had pricing up for this slate like there's no dynamic pricing for portland today um it, it is not priced like with henderson out yeah i and the thing is now now i am actually going to talk about malcolm malcolm Brogdon. like stevie he hasn't been getting like he's been playing mid twenties, no no more than thirty. Doesn't he have to play thirty five minutes in this spot? Thirty six minutes? To, like if the game's tight, they um, can't give Sharp more minutes. He's already but, playing forty minutes a night. Like they can't give him more minutes. Like who else are they really gonna are they really gonna roll out like Skyler Mays for no, thirty minutes? No, no, no. no. So Brogdon at sixty five, like. This is going to be a good spot for him. Let's just say this that, is, right? This is where, like, that in-season tournament, like, thought process comes in, right? Like, Portland, you want to try to win this game. Memphis is one of the worst teams in the NBA. Like, you win this game and you potentially get Henderson back and you, um, you know, it sounds like Simon's going to be out for, like, five to six weeks. So, yeah, yeah. That, you, no. get, you get Scoot Henderson back, and you're like, all right, let's see if we can make a little run. Let's see if we can get going here to start our season because, like, they have not started the season well. So, I mean, I think you play your guys the minutes, and I think, like, if there was ever a spot for Brogdon to play 35 minutes, it seems like this game. Yeah, got to be. What I will say, though, Stevie, is Aiton, while his defense has been bad, upside, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had 23 rebounds against Toronto. 23. And Stevie, like, 
it's not like he's not getting double digits most of these games. 12, 15, 9, 23, 11. Like, if we're going to get these types of performances from Aiton, he's too cheap at 6,600. Even if he goes up tonight and scores 30, he's too cheap. So I, I like him a ton. Um, and this team, you go over to Jeremy Grant, he's taking all the rebounds because Jeremy Grant's not getting any. He's just scoring points. Um, so I take, I'm, I'm kidding. He's, he's getting some. But my point is, Aiton is, is, is really on the glass right now. And so – him and Brogdon, big time top plays for me in this spot. And let's yeah, don't overlook Sharp. Um, I, I still yeah. think Sharp has one of the highest ceilings. Um, I know he's seventy three hundred now, but like this guy is chucking, and now Scoot Henderson is out, and you know Scoot Henderson's a guy that's been putting up double digit shot attempts. I think in four or five games, like those shots are going somewhere. Like Brogdon. Yeah, he probably shoots 15 to 20 times in this game, but I, I really think Sharp shoots a lot in this game. Uh, oh, yeah, so Stevie, no doubt. Like, to chuck. me, Stevie, this feels like, in a sense, the end of the season when all the starters sit and Sharp comes in and just kind of does his thing. Yeah. Except it's like week two of the season. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. All right, let's uh, play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. I know you have a fantastic weekend planned, and you're Ooh, ready to get, the, get some rest and enjoy uh, your weekend and a nice little week off after that. Um, yeah, let's the chat can put those two things together. All right, um, morning grind game, DraftKings pricing and scoring. Favorite play under five k to go seven x. Who do you got? Oh, man, Stevie. Um, I usually write these down during the show, and I'm just – I got so many things on my mind. I'm, I'm off my game, but under 5K to go 7X. Give me – there's a guy like for 3,900 today, and it was – we're going to go back again. Give, give me Roddy. I, I like Roddy in this spot against Portland. The pricing has made this tough. Um, I will say, like, I I was really struggling uh, with this one when I was uh, looking at it. I and I wrote down Malik uh, Beasley. I'm going to keep that one. I like him, but, I mean, pricing, like, this might be a slate I build more of, like, a balanced team and yeah. just don't even go up to those, like, studs. All right, uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Oh, man. Give me – I think I got to go Giannis at 10-8. I mean, we talked about the defense of the Knicks, and, you know, Dane being there is definitely taking a uh, – he's taking a hit offensively somewhat. Yeah, give me Giannis at 10-8. I'm going to go Lillard, stay in that same game. I will say <laughs> with the pricing on Jokic and Luka and SGA being out, Giannis looks a little bit more enticing for large tournaments, but yeah. I'm with you. I think like I, I kind of want to build balanced teams today. All right. Favorite six X play. Who do you got for six X today? Um, I think I'm going to go with, with my gut on this. one. I felt this way since I opened up the slate, give me Brogdon at 65, man. This, this just feels like a Brogdon 45, 50 point game to me with all those bodies out, all those guard bodies out. Excuse me. Yeah, he, he's one of the best value plays on the slate. Um, yeah. Value is not always 4K. 
I'm going to go with my boy Vooch. Uh, again, I am Good looking call. at building like a balanced team. I really like Holmgren and Vooch in this like price range. So uh, give me Vooch here. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who's getting weird today? Uh, I think I'm going to go up, Stevie, to a guy that um, – might be a little overpriced, but the spot is really good. Give me Tyler Hero, eighty one hundred. I think he gets lost in the shuffle at the price. I can be your hero, baby. Is that is that song on the playlist? Maybe we, we got a DJ. So All right, well. <laughs> I'm just I'm throwing I'm throwing hints out there to chat. All right, um, my let's get rid of GPP play today. I don't know how weird this is. It's so hard not having like ownership, but like his price increase, I'm hoping keeps his ownership down. Give me Chet Holmgren. Um, I think this is a really good spot for him. And I think this is a back down and up and down type of game. And I think it has a lot of, uh, a lot of upside here. So I was looking at... Pick them. We like to give out pick them here at the end for our last question. There's not a ton of stuff up yet. We're going to skip it today. Um, if you haven't already, join the Rotor Grinders Discord. Get in Chiefs Prop Shop and, um, yeah, have some fun. I mean, that chat that chat is always going. Um, I get tagged in that chat all the time. Um, and it's, it's nonstop, always going. So make sure you guys are in there. Um, Someone just posted they got a 30x in NBA. So jump in. Oh man, good for them. Yeah. So I'm not 30... in there right now. So I... in fact, guys, if, if you join Chief Prop Shop and realize Chief isn't in there for a week, don't worry. I will be I'll be back. <laughs> I'll try to post some stuff in there this back. week. I'll try to post some stuff in there this week. Will I wish you and your bride to be the most amazing weekend. And I hope the weather is fantastic for your wedding. Hope you enjoy your honeymoon and enjoy a week off. You have deserved it. I am very happy for you. Um, that's all I got for you guys. We'll be back Monday talking some hoops. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. NASCAR championship weekend. Big tournaments over there on DraftKings. Not as big as the beginning of the season. We've got a big $400 tournament. So, uh, make sure you're checking out here the NASCAR premium package for the last time this season. We'll be back Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you then.